0: To many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in word with Pastor Mansa Otobille. And now today's word. First John Chapter 4, verse 7 to 19. Love has been perfected among us in this. That we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. The love of God is described as perfected. It is complete. It is not half and half it is whole. The spirit of love, the spirit of power makes us know we, are, we have what it takes. We are not inadequate. The spirit of love makes us feel we are not inferior. And what does the spirit of love do? The passage says the spirit of God, the love makes us confident before God. It says that it gives us confidence in the day of judgment. And this refers to the final judgment. Because of the love of God, we don't look to the judgment with fear. You know, many times people talk about, oh, the judgment day and that day of dread. Well, the passage says if if we have the love of God, then the judgment day is not a day of dread. It's not a day to be afraid of. We have boldness unto that day because of the love of God. If you don't have a love relationship with God, then when he calls you, you're always afraid to go to his presence. It's like in those days where your father calls you. Mesa, and you hear your name, and the first thing you ask your brothers is, what have I done? It never occurs to you, maybe he's going to give you a gift. It never occurs to you, maybe he's going to bless you because when your name is mentioned, trouble follows. What have I done? And before you get to daddy, you are saying, please, I I didn't do it. (laughs) Please, I didn't do it. What, What didn't you do? Whatever it is you think I did, I didn't do it. So many of us come to the presence of God with that sense of trepidation. There's no boldness. Because there is no love between us and him. We are afraid of him. But the Bible says the love of God is perfected in us. So when God calls you, he doesn't want to break your head. When God calls you, it doesn't mean you've done something wrong. Most of the time when God calls you, it means you have done something right. We have confidence in the day of judgment. We have confidence before God. The presence of God doesn't scare us. The presence of God is not something to be afraid. You know, many times you listen to people, God is still seen as a very fearful tyrant. Somebody to be afraid of. Hey, you watch, God will catch you. Oh, you watch what God will do. Why do we portray him as one who is only interested in punishing? Have you heard people say, God will punish you. God will do this to you. Wait till God finds out. Wait till God sees you. We have made him a man of dread. But on the day of judgment, we don't come in fear. We come to call it glory and honor and crowns. The Bible says he would make us kings and priests. He would not burn us. Because the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts through the Lord Jesus Christ. The day you receive Jesus Christ into your life, into your heart, you pass from judgment unto life. Don't be afraid of God. He's on your side. If he's in you, he's not against you. If Christ is in you, God is not against you. Don't, don't have this trepidation about God. You know, sometimes when we say we're going to have 40 days of power, fast and prayer, people, people get scared. What if we pray and God shows up? And what is going to happen? You know, there are people who do who live their lives and they're even afraid to see a pastor. What if I see the pastor and he sees all the wicked things I've done? That's why some people don't want the day 40 days of power. They don't want us to pray faster. When we pray and God shows up, we are in trouble. Well, God doesn't show up to trouble you. He shows up to bless you. He shows up to elevate you. When He showed up at the doorstep of a young girl called Mary, He says, "Hail Mary, you are highly favored. Fear not." You remember, if you look through the Bible, anytime God shows up or an angel of the Lord shows up, one of the first things the angel of the Lord will say is, fear not. Because people have this idea, when God shows up, trouble. God will show up. But it will not be trouble. It will be blessing. He is not against you. He is for you. The love of God makes us confident before God. The love of God assures us of our place. In this world, the spirit of love makes us know that as he is, so are we in this world. We are his representatives. We are him in this world. We have a place as he is, so are we in this world. We are to the world what Jesus was to the world because the love of God has positioned us to manifest him, to represent him in this world. God so believes in you, He calls you an ambassador. You know what it means to to make somebody your ambassador? When a Ghana government is appointing an ambassador, two things will happen. First, I suppose that there has to be a background check of the person they are going to appoint as ambassador. Does he really love this nation. Does he have the nation's desire at heart? I hope that's what they do. I hope so. I hope so. Because I haven't appointed an ambassador before, so I'm, I'm just hoping that that's what they do. So you have to be sure that this guy is correct. That he's not going to sabotage Ghana, you know, wherever he goes. Then wherever he's being sent to, they also have to check that this ambassador of Ghana they are sending, is he correct? Has he spoken against us? Has he led a crusade against our country? So those of you who post Facebook things against America, one day when you are appointed as ambassador, they will go and read all your, your things. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Those, those, oh, this is what you posted. He so, said, but I was a student. Yeah, 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 but you posted. Or you post something against Israel. They're gonna read. So one day when you're supposed to be ambassador, they'll read and say you don't qualify to come there or South Africa or Germany. So be careful how, what you say about nations if you want to be ambassador one day. But the, the, the essence of what I'm saying is they have to be sure that both from the sender and the receiver, this person is worthy. The Bible says we are ambassadors for Christ. Do you think when God was appointing you ambassador, he didn't check you out? You think he just got up and said, you are my ambassador? He checked you out. And when he checked you out, he found you worthy. And he didn't find you worthy because of who your father is or who your mother is or where you went to school. He found you worthy because he saw something inside you. It is called Christ in you, the hope of glory. Your qualification comes from Jesus Christ. He purchased our redemption. He made us acceptable. And because of that, God can stamp our passport and say, Appointed as ambassador. God thinks you are good. What do you think? God thinks you are worthy. What do you think? God thinks you are capable. What do you think? God thinks you are smart. What do you think? God thinks you are wonderful. What do you think? God thinks you are beautiful. What do you think? Take a look at yourself in the mirror. And say, this is the most handsome man that ever graced this planet. Because God thinks I am worthy. God thinks I am beautiful. Ladies, you are beautiful. All by yourself. Whether the man tells you or not, he may be blind or partially blind. He doesn't know when beauty, what beauty is if it hits him in the face. You are beautiful. You are wonderful. You are special. You are great. As he is, so are we. Don't condemn yourself. Don't condemn yourself. I know you know yourself. You know my pastor. If you really know me, you won't say I'm qualified. Because I'm double disqualified. I know you. But when God looks at you, he doesn't see you. He sees what is in you. You have received his son into your life. And he says, on that basis, I qualify you. On that basis, I make you an ambassador. On that basis, I can use you. The basis on which God uses us has nothing to do with you. In our own right, we are nothing. But in him, we are all things. As he is, so are we. God thinks you are great. What do you think? God thinks you are the best. What do you think? I know you failed mathematics like me, but God still thinks you are the best. <laughs> Thank God my word doesn't come from West African Examinations Council. Oh, if, you, if my destiny was based on those people. But my destiny is not based on those people. I can do all things through Christ, who strengthens me. I am who I am because of Jesus Christ. He thinks I'm smart. He thinks you are smart. What do you think? You can either believe your are uh, exam teacher or you can believe Christ. And then he says the spirit of love casts out every sense of intimidation. Perfect love casts out fear. The love of God takes every fear from us. We face life with a certainty that he will never leave us nor forsake us. We don't take flight and run from the battle. We don't wander into the wilderness because his love is perfected in us. We don't hop from place to place. We don't escape because his love is in us. We don't escape into drugs, into alcohol, or sex, or gambling, or some other form of escape. Christ is our sufficiency. Third, first, he gave us the spirit of power. Second, the spirit of love. Third, the spirit of a sound mind. What does the spirit of the sound mind do? It deals with our sense of inaction. We don't just freeze into inaction. We move, we act. The word that is translated sound mind has the idea of bringing one to his senses. It is also translated as self-control, soberness. The spirit of fear will make you lose your senses. The spirit of sound mind will bring you to your senses. The spirit of fear will make you do crazy things. One of the most intimidating sounds I just read about Is the roar of a tiger. The tiger's roar is one of the most intimidating sounds in nature. Not a lion, but a tiger. When a tiger is pursuing an animal and it roars, it freezes the animal. It paralyzes them. The sound, whatever it is. Don't you just stop? Come and catch me. (laughs) Inaction is a roar of a tiger. It sends so much paralyzing fear that the victim waits to be destroyed. And I try to look up why it is so, and this is what I read up, that that humans can hear frequencies from 20 hertz to 2,000 hertz. But still, Tigers can produce sounds below 20 hertz. Ask me what it is. I don't know. I'm just reading what I saw. It's a low pitch sound called infrasound and can travel long distances. The sound of the tiger is below 20 hertz. You you, you, may, you don't even hear it in your ear, but those animals hear something like it's low 20 hertz. But that sound permits. It permeates buildings, cutting through dense forests and even passing through mountains. At that level, a tiger's roar paralyzes its victims. The spirit of fear is like the tiger's roar. It permeates buildings. You are in your room and the fear is coming. You say, Fear don't come, it's coming. You are with your friends. They don't hear at that head's level, but you are the only one who hears it. And people are going to say, why are you afraid? It's okay, it's okay, be cool, be easy. You say, me, I should be easy. Do you know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing a tiger's roar. The spirit of fear paralyzes you. Passes through many obstacles to get to the intended victim. And when it is heard, it freezes you. When the spirit of fear comes into your life, it will freeze you, it will panic you, it will make you do something very silly. That is why in answer to the spirit of fear, God has given us the spirit of a sound mind. What does a sound mind do? Three things. One, clarity. The spirit of a sound mind helps us to think clearly to hear clearly, to bring us back to our senses. Enables us to properly break down what is happening, to know the difference between the real sound and the echo and the reverberations. Many times what you hear about what is happening is more fearful than what is happening. When there is a storm and people start responding, they say people have died everywhere. Yeah, it could be some people have died, but just two people. But the reporter said, Hey, <laughs> Now, when you hear such a sound, it's an exaggeration. And then you, you panic and you say, Well, everybody's dead. You do something very silly. Many times when people are reporting an event, They add their own opinion to it. The spirit of a sound mind is to help you to separate between the sound and the echo, which is real and which is addition. Because if you don't get that, your mind will not be clear. May God give you the spirit of a sound mind. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebile, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebile, email otebile at centralgospel.com or call 233-302-688-000.